Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, it's Gibbs and Johns. Welcome back to Gabbing with Gib. This week really has been another one of those really wild weeks to be a Bravo fan because it feels like every day, not even every day, like every couple hours, there's like another big thing that was happening. So like in addition to us getting the first part to the Beverly Hills and Miami reunions, we also got the second part of the Miami reunion, a wild episode of Summer House last night, the Married to Medicine season finale, new episodes of Pump Rules and Potomac, the long-awaited trailer for season two of Dubai, and some pretty great episodes of Watch What Happens Live in between. Danielle was on Thursday night talking about the Joe Bradley of it all and his rumored hookup with Zouan. He confirmed for the very first time publicly on this very podcast that he and Danielle had broken up, and he claimed that it was amicable, which was before the Southern Hospitality reunion had aired, on which his friend TJ said he was 99% sure that Joe had hooked up with Luann from Roni the same night that Danielle supported him in the audience on Watch What Happens Live. <sighs> I have to take a deep breath there. It's confusing, but it's good drama. And as a surprise, Danielle herself will be back on the show for Tuesday's episode of this podcast, where we talked at length about her side of the story when it comes to what happened with Joe, what she thinks went down with Luann, how she found out about it, and how she responded to Joe's comments in my interview with him. So make sure you're subscribed to Gabbing with Gib so that you get that in your podcast feed first thing on Tuesday morning. I recorded the interview yesterday. And it's really good. I promise it will deliver. And she went into a lot of detail about her side of the story. As a hint, she said that she was literally in bed with Joe when the news about him and Luann became public. So yes, it, it, it's, it's, there's a lot of tea that she spilled with me. And um, you're going to want to listen to it. Anyway, in addition to all of that happening on our TVs this week, we also got a bunch of other news. Like the news that Leah McSweeney has filed a lawsuit against Andy and Bravo. The next morning, he filmed the Potomac reunion, and then the next day, Rachel Levis filed a lawsuit against Tom and Ariana for revenge porn on the same day that Britney announced that she and Jax were separated. Again, my head hurts. Like, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. And because I honestly don't really feel comfortable talking about lawsuits like the ones mentioned above from my very uninformed legal point of view, I didn't really feel like trying to speak to those issues on today's podcast. I'm I'm hoping to have the hosts of a very popular law-focused podcast on hopefully next week who I'm in the process of booking and and they can help break a lot of this stuff down for me and for you. Um, so I hope that that can happen. So stay tuned for that as well. Again, I just don't think I'm really the right person to help unpack a 20 page lawsuit. But with the help of people who know law, who know the legal system, who know a lot of this legal jargon, combining that with my Bravo perspective, I think that, that could make a really great episode. So again, I'm, I'm in talks to book some people like that. I promise I'm not shying away from it because I, I'm scared to talk about it. I'm shying away from it for right now because I just don't feel like I'm the right person to have that conversation without an expert in the room, basically. But as far as the Jackson Britney stuff goes, I mean, I honestly don't really care about it. Like, people seem to be freaking out about it. And I just like, I mean, they've been away from our TVs for like three years now. And I didn't even really love them before. I just, they're, they're, they're solid TV and they're, they're good mess, I guess. But, I just like I don't I I really don't care for Jax and he has me blocked on Twitter. It's like I'm just good. I'm pretty good on him. I don't believe his like storyline that he's like a reformed bad boy. I think he's still kind of the same person that he's always been. But but let's just say that I feel like this news that they have apparently separated is coming at a very convenient time. 
You know, it, it's very convenient to announce the biggest possible news story about you as a couple in the weeks leading up to the premiere of your new spinoff show that pretty much nobody's excited about and it doesn't even look very good. So that's kind of my opinion on it. Like, will I watch the first episode or two just to make sure it's not worth watching? Yeah, probably. But I don't anticipate that I will be finishing it out. I probably won't talk about it much on this show unless people ask about it in a future mailbag episode. But again, maybe they are broken up. I mean, their relationship has felt like it's been teetering on the brink for its entirety. So it wouldn't shock me if this increased spotlight on them once again has, you know, again, highlighted the issues that are, I think, within the foundation of their relationship. And it can't be easy being in a relationship with Jax Taylor to begin with. So if this is actually true, good for Brittany. That's what I say. If it's a stunt, then it gets a big fucking yawn for me. Truly. Like I'm, it's beyond. But anyway, on today's episode of Gabby with Gib, I have someone on who runs one of the biggest Bravo fan accounts in the game, Maggie Kelly. She is the mastermind behind Best of Bravo, which you should absolutely follow if you don't already. She does a great job, not only of curating the biggest news and like best posts from different Bravo celebrities, like in her grid and on her story, but you'll also frequently see her hanging out with Bravo Lab. So she'll, she's friends with people on the likes of like Southern Charm and Vanderpump Rules. So it was really fun to get her perspective today on most of the currently airing Bravo shows. So we shared our thoughts on Real Housewives of Miami, Beverly Hills, Potomac, as well as Summer House and Vanderpump Rules. So enjoy my chat with Maggie Kelly of Best of Bravo. Make sure you're subscribed to Gabbing with Gib wherever you're listening to this and please take a second to rate and review the show. I want to gab. Okay, so today we're gathering with my friend Maggie Kelly, who runs the incredible Bravo-focused Instagram account, Best of Bravo. Maggie and I have gotten closer over the years after spending time with one another the last two Bravo cons, and I just love all of her coverage. She does all around our favorite shows, so I'm pumped to have her here today. Maggie, thanks for doing this. How are you? Hey, good. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, we've... Uh... We've had some nights together, I feel like. We we <laughs> sure have, for sure. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, but with Bravo Cons, the Ultimate Girls Trip mm-hmm. uh, in New York. Yeah, that was a night. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, 100%. Sure <laughs> okay, so I sent you a list of shows that I want to talk about. It's most of the current ones yeah. that are airing. They're on different stages, but you're my guest, so I want you to pick what we start with. Beverly Hills, Miami, Potomac, Vanderpump, Summerhouse. Where do we want to start? Okay, well, I just watched the Miami reunion and I was honestly I think it's my favorite franchise right now it is so good the cast is flawless and there's like no one I would change on the cast you know so I absolutely love it I even love I mean I think Lars is an amazing housewife you know she brings the chaos and the mess that is so needed for a show and there's not anything I would change so I love Miami yeah same no I I say this to people I'm like listen do you do I agree with everything Larsa says or does? Of course not. Oh, like God, no. like there's probably nobody that does, but she brings us so much in terms of instigating and yeah. and stonewalling and like just kind of she's almost like a riddle that's like that nobody can really solve because I think that she doesn't even really know exactly how to solve it. And so it's this I love it. I think that she's like she is a necess- they're all necessary really, but I was laughing so hard when she brought up the having sex five times a night again. I'm just like, get out of here to Andy. Andy's all over that too. He's like, there's just no way. And he's like, well, all I want to talk about is the fact that Michael Jordan is Marcus's dad. I'm like, same. That's all I want to talk about. Like my Roman empire, because I love, like I grew up, I grew up watching sports. So I'm like, the fact that Michael Jordan Stun is dating Larsa is just like is it's actually insane and she's like well no one we don't talk to anyone else's dad it's like well no shit no one else's dad's Michael Jordan well no shit yeah exactly and it's also sort of because like, Miami's not one of those cities where like the husbands like come to the reunion every year like they aren't they aren't necessarily yeah. like, char- like full characters on the show necessarily but like Marcus kind of is like he's he films a lot with her like he's he you know he he's around and he's and he's part of it and so like now she kind of wants the selective treatment of like mm-hmm. not talking about that aspect of it because they don't have a good answer for it. And so it's this kind of like circle that's like feeding itself almost. It's a mess. It's it's a mess. And then <laughs> I also I'm also kind of excited about Larsa versus Alexia. I feel like it's this like they've been aligned for the past several seasons. Like I mean, for most yeah. of the time, but like 
now that you really think about it, I mean, we saw the, the kernel of that in the Mexico City trip where she was like, not everybody has a Todd or whatever it was. It makes sense that they are kind of eventually at this point where they are at odds with one another. What did you make of that, of the fight that we start, that we saw the beginnings of on this part? Oh, yeah, I am so ready for it. I also, I love Alexia. So I... I don't know. I'm kind of like an Alexia Stan. And so I, I think it's I think it's been kind of like a long time coming. And I, I feel like the Miami girls, like Alexia and Marisol, Lisa or Lisa, the, like Larsa, all the ones that were on in the beginning, mm-hmm. they all kind of band together, even if they don't agree, um, which is interesting because I feel like no other franchise really does that. And yeah. so I, I when they started arguing and Andy was recording himself listening to the argument i'm like oh okay this is gonna get good i think i think you know next week is gonna be really good reunion part two we're gonna see lisa kind of be in the hot seat and she had a tough season this season i think for multiple reasons i don't mind hearing about lenny i mean it's probably different when you're sitting there sitting at the the dinner table with her and where she's always bringing it up like it's probably different but i think it's still like very compelling and like i understand why she brings it up it's the main thing happening in her life all these things but i it started to turn a little bit for me with the Mexico trip, the boat ride, the stuff with Kiki. That is where it got a little bit like, okay, I would love if Lisa could like step outside of her bubble for like two seconds and just kind of see it from somebody else's perspective. What do you think about where Lisa's standing right now on the show? Yeah, Lisa, I feel like had a really rough season. And, you know, I, I like Lisa. And yeah, so do I. I feel, I feel bad for her. Um, I mean, Lenny is the absolute worst. And and I agree. I, I I do find it all compelling. But the boat ride and just not thinking of anyone besides herself, it's kind of like, look, you know, everyone else has things going on, too. And I understand w- when you're obviously you think your issue is always going to be the, the most important or it's just yeah. like, you know, anything like that. But I, I feel like she's she's lost the plot a little bit and she's had a rough season. And I feel like she's going to have a rough like reunion as well. I know. And I, I think she she can come back from it. She she, she has empathy. I'm like, I feel like Larsa sometimes lacks. I, yes. She really you know, I, I, Yeah. And I think that Lisa has some like really genuine emotional connections on the group. Like I love her yeah. and Adrian have like a cute little friendship that like is clearly a lot like like she'll there'll, there'll be these little moments where like everyone's like hounding on Adriana and then Lisa's sort of the one to stick up for her. So like there are moments yeah. where Lisa like really can feel for other people, but I just with it she would feel that for somebody like Kiki, where it's like Kiki was yeah. a really supportive friend for Larsa and Lisa for a long time. And so it's like, and, and Kiki's having this like amazing second half of the season where she's like really stepping into it. Oh, yeah. You know, she's it's, it's so I wish that Lisa, I think Lisa and Larsa are kind of being on the wrong side of history when it comes to Kiki right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, Kiki is killing it. I wish she was a full-time cast member. I'm not really sure why she isn't. Although Miami, I feel like it is one of those franchises where it's like, I mean, either is like Marisol or Adriana. So I, they have obviously amazing friends of, but yeah, Kiki's had an amazing second half of the season. And I feel like they're going to look back and be like, wow, we I know. did not handle that. I know. Right. And and I could see her being promoted next season. So then that, that kind Same. of even more Changes kind of, uh, yeah, totally. And like, I think I love this cast. I don't want any of them to leave, but I do think that like one little change like that could actually impact it yeah. in a big way. So we'll see. Yeah. On Miami, oh, but it's it's it. it really is the best one right now. I'm obsessed. The best, the best one. It's the one I look forward to the most every single week. It just I would I would change. I I just don't want any of them to go. Like, I don't want any of them I to go. All, I agree. It, all it's, to it's, be there in some capacity next year. It's a perfect formula right now. I think. Yeah. So good. Okay, so let's do Beverly Hills, which was the other okay. part one of the reunion that aired mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I loved mm-hmm. this first part. To me, the, my main takeaway was like. It hammered home that Crystal, I think, really stepped into it. It's kind of similar to Kiki, actually. Like, she stepped into yeah. the game a little bit more this season. She she had a couple of big moments for herself, mostly with Anna Marie. How are you feeling about Crystal after this first part of the reunion? I thought Crystal had a great first episode. I think she really shined. I mean, she really put Dorit in her place. And the thing with Dorit, I feel like she she genuinely does not realize some of the things that she says. And I'm like, girl, you got to learn. Like, you can't, you can't just say any, everything you want. And I feel like Crystal really, like, she really drove it home, especially, you know, when she was like, well, I got married at 24. Like, I wasn't 12 and I have a hundred million dollar business. It's like, it's kind of, you know, it's, it shut Doreen up really quick because it's like, where's her business? And, yep. you know, she wasn't 12. So 
I think Dorit, Dorit had a really, I think Dorit had a really rough season. And I like, I historically like Dorit, but also. Same. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of indifferent, I guess, right now. I know. I know. It's, I've, I've historically really liked her and actually for the past couple seasons, like liked her even more than I had before. Yeah. But this season, she just, again, it's, I guess it's similarly to like, uh, it's kind of a similar issue with Lisa. It's like, they don't really want to step out of their bubble. Like, no. Like it's it's one thing to say something that's that's problematic and then hear the constructive criticism and then change it and agree with it, but they both are kind of unwilling to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I and I think to read, I, I don't know. I mean, Crystal Garcelle. I feel like there's been others. I mean, even Kyle. She's kind of in a weird place with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. Because I do feel like she does kind of live in a bubble sometimes. And yeah. it, it is similar to Lisa. And that's one thing with Miami. Like Alexia came on Watch Robbins Live and was like, hey, like I didn't like the way I acted. I watched myself back and like I want to grow from that. And I thought that that was great that Alexia did that. And I feel like someone like Dorit necessarily can't do that. And then the other thing with Dorit is like, her and Kyle's friendship is, I think it's, it's so, con- it, this part's really intriguing to me because it gets into like the on-camera, off-camera of it all where it like, right. I, I mean, I don't know, you, you are, you pay so much attention to all these things. It's like, to me, it felt like Dorit and Kyle were hanging out a lot off camera and like they would take trips and get lunch that weren't, lunches that weren't filmed, but clearly like it wasn't as much as we thought it was, you know what I mean? Like clearly like it, I'm guessing that every time they ever hung out, like there was a social media documentation of that you know what i mean and mm-hmm. with kyle's best friends like in her group chat with morgan and teddy like they probably hang out all the time and never post about it so it's interesting because it's like they say they don't she says they don't hang out off camera at BravoCon, yeah. they were like attached to the hip i felt like i felt like they were always together like they were like the they were like coming in as like the chic beverly hills ladies but it's clearly turning pretty rapidly what do you make of this whole dorit kyle friendship situation yeah, I'm with you. I thought they were like best friends. I thought they did a lot off camera. I did think they traveled together, all of that. But clearly, like when Kyle kind of brought that up, Dorit, she really didn't say much. So so I, I do tend to believe what Kyle was saying. And I think obviously it, in Kyle's, all of her changes, you know, she does focus so much on like working out and hiking, yeah. and doing all those things. And Dorit doesn't do any of that. And I I don't know how they'll come back come back necessarily also i think a big factor was mauricio and pk and now that kyle and mauricio aren't together Mm, i feel like that's a huge factor as well because i think mauricio and pk genuinely are like really good friends and i feel like that is why dorit and kyle got so close but i i don't know the whole kyle situation and with the kids i just i I love kyle and she's one of my favorite housewives so it makes me so sad i feel like we've watched her family I feel like we watched her family, you know, from the beginning, like we saw Portia, she was a tiny baby. And I, I hated seeing Portia cry, cry like that. I can, I, if my, if that happened to my parents, I'm 32, I would be devastated. Oh yeah. So oh, like, my God. I, I just, I like, I can't, I honestly can't even imagine. So it's really sad. I just feel so bad. It's so sad. I think that the point you made about PK and Mauricio not being there to sort of like, cause they were kind of, they were kind of friends as couples. You know, like that yeah, they were going they were. couples trips. They would have those dinners that they would be filming. And like, that's a really good point. I don't think they have, they haven't really talked about that factor on the show when it comes to like what's changed in their friendship. It's like Mauricio and Kyle don't really hang out anymore, even though they're still married. Yeah. And PK and Dorit are also all having trouble because PK is always in London for like months at a time. So now it's yeah. just them and they don't know how to act. It's almost like they would. That's really interesting. It's either cameras or husbands. And now that like when neither are around, what do they do? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do think I, I feel like a lot of the times when we saw them hanging out, like they the husbands were always there. Yeah. And so I right. kind of think they're the common denominator. And like I said, I mean, PK has gone a lot. And I still feel like PK and Mauricio, I feel like they still might hang out a little yeah, bit. Probably. But obviously, but not guys, the, not they, don't, the wives. they don't post every single thing that they do. Like, you know, they're like they're, they're not going to go if they go golfing or something. They, they may not post about it, but and we may have no idea. But obviously, girls... I mean, we see Kyle and Dorit, they post every single thing they do. So, right. you know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I know. It makes, it makes me sad kind of, um, uh, do you think Kyle will come back next season? I always, I've thought of Kyle this year as sort of like, 
I realized like she can't really help her. Like she, this is shit's so ingrained in her to like be on the show and be forthcoming and like be as honest as she thinks yeah. that she can. Like when she goes on Watch Happens Live, she says things that like a normal person might not share, but like she does it, she just has to share it. It's like in her bones. I don't know if she has it in her to step away right now. That's like, what I, I think too. You know, I think but... that she, I think that she, it's really hard for her, but it's almost like this masochistic thing where she, she has to put herself through it. And I think she also knows she's been through. 13 14 seasons now mm-hmm. she knows that like it can only get better for her right now i think in terms of like how she because fe- right now like people are turning on her because she's like not being they think she's not being forthcoming about the morgan stuff and the mauricio stuff and we've mm-hmm. seen clips from buying beverly hills where like mauricio is like having all these really forthcoming conversations about it which is really <laughs> interesting and so people are kind of turning on her a little bit but like once mm-hmm. people if they turn on you there's, they're going to turn back eventually. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think that maybe she sees sure. that she'll have, she can have like a redemption season. Now, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I hope we don't lose her because I think that she, I think that people don't want to admit it, but she is, Bever- she is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like she is the anchor. She's not always like an alpha character, but she is, it's her town. Like, they, you know what I mean? It is it's her like, town. She's the glue, I think. I think she's the glue for the Beverly glue. Hills and has been since the beginning. You know, obviously, especially once once Lisa Vanderpump left, it's like Kyle has been there since the beginning. She is very well connected. She is, you know, she's friends with all of them. And and really, you don't you don't see a lot of people say they don't get along with Kyle. I feel like I mean, they might have issues with her, but no one genuinely like I feel like really, really dislikes her. Like, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I can't think of somebody at the top of my head, though. Right. And so I. I would be really sad if Kyle did come back. I wouldn't necessarily blame her, but I feel like she, I feel like as an OG, she deserves like at least some sort of a send off and like a redemption story. So if she is kind of on the tail end of her housewives career, I feel like we need that. I wouldn't love, yeah, I would not love if this, if this was the way that Kyle left the show. I would not hate it. Yeah. hate it. What do you think of Kathy coming to the reunion? What do you feel about that? What do you think? I mean, like, is is it just like a random stunt that we're just like, okay. Hunky Dory's here. Just, like, why? Why did she show up? I literally don't understand. I still, I seriously still, still, still don't understand. She did not film one second of the entire season. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that she showed up. I mean, I find Kathy entertaining, but I don't know. Like, did it was Kyle like? I want Kathy to come so everyone knows that we're in a good place, and she can kind of like defend me. Or did did Bravo is Bravo like? Please come so we can get you on next season. Like, I I don't know. I don't, I I really don't, know. don't know. And I and I maybe it's because they couldn't get Marisa to come. I don't know. Which is like again, oh, maybe I don't that's I think that's the other thing. It's sort of like again, I love Kyle and I hope she sticks around, but I kind of think that yeah. like if she was somebody who hadn't been on for 13 seasons, they probably would have forced Marisa to come. But I think that for because sure. she has this sort of like, you know, earned elevated status at the network and on the show. Yeah. Marisha doesn't have to come to the reunion and and have a sit down with Andy, you know what I mean? Which I would have loved to see, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right no, we're on buy Belly Hills. <laughs> I, I know, God. I mean, and he, it's like, it's like that's all we're seeing. I'm like, well, I'm definitely tuning in. Like the second it drops, I mean, he is sh- he is sharing so much on that show. I mean, the fact that he was like, well, you're the one that wanted the separation. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, she's not gonna like that you said that. Nope. <laughs> And like all the girls filming. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch that. But yeah, I do feel like Kyle does get, and I don't even necessarily care, but that's because I'm no, I don't like care Kyle. either. I, I do think she gets a little bit of a pass from the network, from Andy, from everybody. I mean, you know, she probably goes on Watch Chapman's Live and it's like, I'm not going to answer that. So just like, I don't ask. And yeah. I, and I know Andy really likes her. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like I see a lot of people say that they're annoyed with her. She hasn't shared like anything this season. She's just running around in circles. And I do feel like she she has shared things. But then you see the Beverly Hills or buying Beverly Hills clips. And I'm like, oh, she hasn't shared that much at all in comparison. We've seen we've only seen like a 30 second clip. Wouldn't you love to see like a comparison timelines of the filming mm-hmm. of these two shows? Because I'm just I'm curious were they happening at the same time? Was it a contractual thing? Was it was Mauricio not really locked into this because he knew he wanted to share on on his turf? On the, uh, it's very oh, complicated. Maybe. I would love to hear see like read some long expose about that. Wait, yeah, that, that's I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Maybe Mauricio you know, was like because well, he wants I his want, show to do well. He's he probably he, I'm guessing he's a producer on that show and he wants it. He wants the tea for his show. 
So that's another factor. I don't know. It's it's a very complicated mess that doesn't make it makes me very sad. But I obviously want to watch all of the footage that we oh, have. Duh. So <laughs> yeah, we want. I want to see every every single detail that we can. But yeah, oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to Potomac, which is okay. I don't. We don't need to spend that much time on it because it's just having a very tough season, I think. And like, there's not. I'm not having fun talking about Potomac and in the past I've always had fun talking about it I've had fun watching it and this season I'm watching it to keep up but I'm not watching it for fun I will say yeah the cast trip to the Dominican Republic I'm actually enjoying it more than the rest of the season because it's like slightly lighter it's slightly more dynamic but like the bar is pretty low right now with Potomac which is really sad but where are you netting out on Potomac this year I'm the same I I watch it and I hate to say it feels like a chore, but it kind of does. I I don't, it's on first of all, Sundays I have a hard time with because I I feel like I come either I'm traveling a lot lately. I have so many weddings and things this spring. So I feel like Sundays I have a hard time with, and then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, it's Tuesday. I haven't watched Potomac yet. And that's not normally how I am. So that's not good. And I just feel like they've got to do something with the cast. I feel like it's just not, meshing it's not flowing and it makes me sad because it's i mean potomac is an amazing franchise and i love mm-hmm. all the cast members but i'm like something's not working mm-hmm. this season has been, has been tough and like nothing nothing's really happened no too. nothing's it's like, happened I, don't, I mean it just doesn't make me excited like you said it doesn't make me excited to talk about potomac and i feel like kind of everyone's on the same page with that so yeah so, uh, yeah, because there, there are just yeah. like so many people who don't want to engage with one another on the cast. Like, so there's so many different ones. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not in charge of these decisions. Who do you like see as somebody who like or a couple of people who if they didn't come back, maybe would help kind of loosen up the, the dynamic and, and open things up again? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I love Karen. So obviously I think she should stay. I think she's the only one that uh, I get excited about watching right now. But she's, she's, you know, I love Karen and I do, I love Giselle too. I mean, I think she's a good housewife. Um, she's not my favorite, but I, I like Giselle the housewife, I guess. Um, I mean, Robin is interesting to me. I don't know. I don't know what to, how, how I feel about Robin. I'm like kind of indifferent to her. And I, I feel like we don't see Robin. Like she just hides so much that they all kind of do. Like they all mm-hmm. kind of either hide stuff or they won't talk to people or they won't move forward. So Robin is interesting. I know she's been on since the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. She went on since season one. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Robin is an interesting one. Even like Candace, I'm like, I don't even know what, I just don't, this whole season has been so weird. I I don't even know what's There's very little personal storyline. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see a Giselle without Robin. I think that that would be, they've been a duo and they still have their podcast. But I think that Robin had this like opportunity this season to coming into the filming. She had the whole thing with Juan. She had all of that. He didn't help by not really wanting to film about it, but she also didn't fully open up. I don't feel like she, she didn't take the opportunity to like kind of be the star of the season. And to Mm -hmm. me, that tells me everything I need to know about like what we're going to get going forward from her. And like, I'm just sort of like, okay, if you take her out of the equation, Giselle doesn't have this like, you know, ride or die with her anymore. How does mm-hmm. she react to that? Who can fill Robin's spot? I don't know. I think that's somebody who I could see. Yeah. It helping to not come back. I, I get frustrated. I love Wendy, but I get frustrated with watching her this oh. season because it feels like she won't engage with NECA. She won't engage with Giselle. It's it, That's also really tough for me. So I'm like, if we're not engaging with people, like that's part of the job. You know what I mean? This is your job. Yeah. And that, that's what... That's what's so frustrating about Potomac, I think, right now, because it's like, this is still your job. You're still getting paid to do all this. And like, you're really not showing up to work. I mean, I can't imagine like going to my like former job and just like not talking to my coworker like, right. ever. Just being right. like, she's right there. And I'm just like, can I ignore her? Or like mm. my body? It's like, it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and it doesn't work fun. for the screen. No, it's, it's not, not fun, fun to watch. Yeah. So yeah, Wendy, you're right. Wendy, Robin, uh, Mia. Now I am interested in her because now she has her new man uh-huh. who is like connected to TI. I'm like obsessed with TI. So um <laughs> <laughs> I know. True though. Uh, Learn more so, about you every day. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I like rap. So um and TI is so is so random and very off topic. But in high school, I listened to his album every single day, like for like a year. Like so like the like what, the whatever like, you like album? Paper trail. Yeah. So like <laughs> 
it's so funny because like people like one of my friends saw ti and and, like at a restaurant in st louis and they immediately like oh my god thought of you saw ti i was like i love that that." is so funny ti stand up in here 100 so basically when i was stalking mia's new boo i was like oh he's like friends with ti that's that's actually very interesting to me so i'm interested in mia and she got first seat next to andy Mm -hmm. so she did get first seat I thought that was really interesting. I'm sure Giselle was pissed. <laughs> I think it's um, Mia's Mia. Yeah, I agree. It's like, I think maybe a season or two ago, I wouldn't have felt this way. I would have been Same. like, okay, she kind of is kind of disposable in terms of her, what she contributes to the show. But now it's like, she's not always fully upfront or honest. I don't no. think, but like, she's so, She's this code that I don't think we've cracked yet. And you you never really know what you're going to get from her, which, as we know, makes for good reality TV. So, yeah. And she's not somebody who's closed off with anybody in terms of, like, you know, being their friend. I think that she would do anything it takes to, like, help the show and be on the show. So I I think Potomac needs that right now. So keep me. Yeah, I would keep me. But you you are so right, though. Like She doesn't open up about everything. And honestly, I don't think anyone on the cast does. Like, I feel like that's not good. And that's, I feel like what this season, but between them not talking to each other and then them not opening up, it's been, it's just been a tough watch. And I don't know where they, where they go unless they let some people go. I know. And then even if you think about Giselle, it's like we had that scene in like the premiere of a second episode of her and Jason at her house. And then, no, but then we didn't see or hear about him for like 10 episodes. He might've been like a FaceTime at one point, but like, and then we hear, oh yeah, like we're we're it's a situation ship. We're we're okay. We're allowed to like hook up with other people or whatever. Like we haven't heard about him, and the whole no. it's weird. It's bizarre. It's so weird. Well, I I don't even think they're together. I think I don't think they. I think it's a total fake relationship. I know she said situation ship, but I still think it's totally fake. And I think he has a girlfriend. So really, I think so. I think he's been dating somebody for like a year. Mm. I mean, people have even sent me photos of this girl, and wow. so I just think the whole thing is fake. And spilling the tea. I mean, I yeah, and it's funny because I I mean I'm not out here to like, you know, post this girl and like ruin her life. Obviously, I can't even I honestly can't even remember who sent them, what she looks like. I mean, and that's my fault because I didn't. But you've gotten some photos. But yeah, I've gotten several people that are like, I guess there's like tweets, like maybe Jason's even tweeted the girlfriend. So it's kind of like, what are they trying to do here? Like, I really think it's a fake relationship. Well, yeah. he's trying to stay on TV because he but he was not asked to be on Summer House and Winter and Winter House doesn't exist anymore. So or it's on pause. <laughs> it's so on pause. yeah, we know right. what that means. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> God. Uh well, I feel like that's a good uh transition for us to go and to talk about Summer House. This season <laughs> is I think the season's gonna be really great. I feel like you can tell that like we're it's not as dark as last season. The, the the new guys are bringing like really good energy. I think we're still going to get some like good drama from the Lindsay and Carl of it all, the Kyle yeah. and Amanda oh. of it all. I feel like it's going to be a much more balanced. Whereas like last year, it was good drama with Lindsay and Danielle, but it made me sad and it felt dark and There's like there just wasn't good vibes. How are you feeling at the very early stages of this season of season eight of Summer House? I am with you. Last season, I was kind of over Summer House, and this season, I am really excited about it i love the two new guys Me west too. i'm obsessed with i think he is like perfect casting and he fits in right away with everybody i just really like his vibe and jesse seems great too so i love the new guys and i think that show desperately needed some single guys to come in yes and like stir the pot because it's been a while since we've had i know like they i know they had like Corey and like the chris and all of that but i just i just don't feel like they were as good of a fit as like Weston Jesse no. right away. And we've only had one episode and I feel like, I feel like right away they fit in. And then I agree the Lindsay and Carl, you could like see that they, all the tension that they had when they were talking about going to DC, I was cringing. Uh, I think, I think yeah. we're going to see as promised. I think people were saying this, we are going to see some, some of what led up to that decision at the end of the summer, which to everybody as viewers felt like a huge shock, you know, and, and even to Lindsay, it felt like a huge shock, but clearly there were things that were happening in their relationship. I think, right. I feel like the, I feel like the perspectives are going to be like, are the, were these issues that they could overcome and still get married and work through 
or were they like relationship ending issues? And I think that's kind of the big debate, I guess, and the, the two different perspectives. But I'm uh, I'm not like necessarily excited to watch that, but I'm 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 looking forward to like hearing to just getting more information and and to like having more color filled in around the situation in terms of what happened this summer because we don't know anything. We really don't know anything about what, but we just have heard, oh, they had issues, you'll see, yada, yada, yada. Right. So Yeah, I know. It 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 makes me sad because I obviously I feel like Lindsay felt really blindsided. And hundred percent. You know, they haven't really said much about it. I mean, I feel like Craig has said quite a few things about it, like mm-hmm. and other people. And I it makes I don't want to say excited, but kind of excited to like see it play out. Just yeah. And, and, and messy. Um, so <laughs> I want to see it all play out. But it makes me glad that Danielle and Lindsay are friends again. A hundred percent. So so that's a great plus. And obviously Amanda and Kyle, I mean, that was very concerning. Their whole. And it's going to continue. <sighs> I mean, I, I I see people sometimes say online that like they're tired of the Amanda and Kyle Kyle of it all. It's like, oh, another season of Amanda and of Amanda and Kyle. But I actually, there's something about their relationship that I just find fascinating, and and the yeah. way that like, I feel like the um the X factor of it is like how filming exacerbates their issues or kind of starts issues between them because it's you know we see I think Amanda doesn't love talking about some of this stuff on camera when there's like cameras in the corner of the room and it's like they're fighting and she's like aware of that Kyle gets yeah. drunk and doesn't doesn't think about it it's this interesting dynamic and I don't I still find it to be interesting to watch oh same I I like Amanda and I like Kyle same them as a couple obviously they've gone over they've gotten over some hurdles but they definitely seem very disconnected and I think I think Amanda doesn't like love filming and doesn't like love the whole I think as- so too. aspect of that. But Kyle obviously like thrives off of it. I mean, he like loves attention. He loves the filming. He loves he's like, a the Leo. And he's, yeah. he's, he's good at it too. I mean, he's, he was like yes. made for TV. And so, and I feel like Amanda, she is just kind of like, I think she's kind of over it. And also I think she's kind of over Kyle in his forties acting this way. Like, I think she's yeah. like, look, you say you want to spend time with me. And then you spend time with this banana. Like I was, I was laughing. So I was dying. No, I was funny. Died over it, but still, I mean, like if I if I were no, a man, I would go crazy. I feel the same way, but I, like, I, yeah, I feel like it's sort of like it's this necessary evil for them. I, I'm guessing the mentality is sort of like let's stick stick with this until oh. the sort of the air runs out of it, and we can just milk it for as much money as possible and grow our 100%. business and all these things. At a certain point, the emotions of it are going to catch up. Are, are are catching up to them, I yeah. think. And it's like, how do you how do you balance that sort of moving forward? I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. No, if I were them, I would ride this till the wheels fall off because oh they God. make so you make so much money from being on a show. Oh my gosh, that drives me. That's one of the questions I get a lot is like, well, what's their job? I'm like, well, this is their job. And and it's not just the man and Kyle, but like No, it's all like, their I jobs. It, I get it for about so many people. People are like, well, it's really weird. Like like uh, Lala doesn't have a job. I'm like, Lala does have a job. She's a cast member on a show and she has a podcast and she, she has merch, merch and like, she has all these things. And it's like, it's the same thing with the summer house. They're like, well, what, well what's their job? I'm like, Oh my gosh, That's guys, so like, they make so much money. Like, I don't know how much, I don't know how much they make, but they make a lot. And so why would you and, not? And, and the longer you're on a show, this? the more money you make too. Yeah. I'm like, if I mean, Kyle, especially being like an OG kind of like starting winter house, I feel like Kyle's kind of like the backbone of summer house. So him, him and Lindsay, I feel like are really like, yeah, the two, I think so too. obviously, because Carl, he, to me, I mean, God bless him. The man's just not as good as TV in my opinion, but Kyle cook. I mean, he is excellent TV. He is kind of friends with everybody, gets along with everybody. He parties like, and that's kind of what the show is supposed to be about. So I think yeah. he understands the assignment and will their marriage survive? I don't know, but I hope it does. I hope so. I, I hope, I, like I hope that they, did, again, yeah, I hope it sticks out through filming whenever that finishes for them, if it ever does. And then they can settle down a little bit, but I agree. It's like sort of like Kyle and Lindsay are, they're pretty similar people, I would say in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And the, you know they're they're both kind of roller coasters, but ultimately over the years it's been pretty consistent. We know what to expect from Lindsay and Kyle. Uh, yeah. They're gonna, I think maybe sometimes at the detriment to their own relationships. Oh, they're gonna sure. give us good TV. They're gonna give us party. They're gonna give us drama. 
because mm-hmm. they can't help themselves. And I love that about them, but I also understand how that can impact their relationship. So I don't know. It's a tough yeah. balance. Wait, Maggie, the last thing I want to ask you about Summer House. So Paige was on Watch Happens Live this week, mm-hmm. and she I said that, that a blonde housewife told her that she makes horrible decisions, quote, and looked her up and down, but she didn't say who the housewife was. You posted on your Instagram story who you think it is. Who do you think it is and why? I think it's Caroline Stanbury from Dubai because I think I remember Paige saying this. Like I I would not post that if I if I was not yeah. fairly certain. It was after I remember it was not after the last one. It was after the second one in New York. And Paige was talking about it was kind of like the same story. And like I think she said she said it was Caroline. But she said and she name. was like she she said it was like really disappointing because like she loved like ladies of london and she was excited she's going to be a dubai housewife and like she loved her fashion and all of that and yeah so Mm. i i don't remember where when like what i don't know but no yeah it was it was caroline as far as i know as far as i remember i mean i hate to i hate to be like it was caroline and then she's gonna say like it wasn't but well, listen, fourth she annual BravoCon, <laughs> if there is a squash that beef between Paige and Caroline Stanberry, we have you to thank for that. Oh. So, <laughs> and it's, watch, she'll be like, that's not even true. I'll be like, it, what? I remember, I remember. You, like, you I, get dragged on stage. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, I would be like, I would be eaten alive. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, it's, it's so funny. People are like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, I really like remember her saying that, but it was after it, it was just, it was so long ago. It was after the second one. It. it wasn't after the last one. Yeah. Mm. Pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. I, I love that kind of back channel Same. between show stuff. <laughs> it's the best. Okay. Lastly, again, I don't think we need to spend too much time on it, but Vanderpump Rules, you know, do you agree with a lot of the internet of this season of Vanderpump Rules just isn't giving what you want it to give? Yes. And it makes me so sad because I do feel like we're kind of on the tail end of Vanderpump Rules. And I don't know if I've ever said that about a show before, but Mm -hmm. it's just not the same. It's just not the same. And, you know, after Scandaval, that was such a high. And I knew the season was going to be different. Like I wasn't expecting it to be like a Scandaval level. But the fact that it really is all like for Lisa, you know, like they're all going to Lake Tahoe. They've all forgiven Sandoval. They were all so mad at him. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't feel authentic. It feels, it feels very forced. Even there was a little montage of them swimming in the water. Brock had like a camera underwater. They were laying on the rocks. I was like, what is this? This is not a movie. Like, I don't need to see this. I want to see them arguing. Like, this is weird. And it just feels a little fake. I I'm I agree. I mean that like it was like when they were sitting there on that dock in Tahoe, Lisa came down for like 20 seconds to give Graham to James and then left. And it was just like this weird, this is gonna be the big moment of like he gets his dog back. And it's like, I don't really care. <laughs> like I don't really care that I, if, yeah. if that's the big like reveal. I don't know. I just it's not clicking. And I think I would just rather, I mean. I'd rather them share their real feelings and like come at Sandoval still because it just feels like they're holding back for like the sake of like being in the same place as him. And it just feels yeah. like, I don't know, inauthentic. It feels very inauthentic. And it's like, I, I don't know how they all feel with him now. I mean, I, I honestly think like they're all pretty fine with him, like for the yeah, most I think part. So too. But it's just weird because it was like, obviously, we left off in a very different place and this wasn't that far. It wasn't that long after the reunion that this was all happening. So it just feels very inauthentic. And, you know, the audience is kind of like, clearly Tom Sandoval is not remorseful at all. He's doing all these interviews still present day where he doesn't care. And like, if that's his journey, fine. But I just like the rest of the cast, they clearly don't care either. So it just, it just feels very inauthentic. It feels, it feels a little scripted. And I know, I obviously I know reality TV is a little like they bring situations it's together produced, to make yeah. it, but still it just, I don't know. I, when I was watching this week, I was like, this sucks. I was like, this makes me feel sad. I feel like, I feel like it's the show's dying. The episode is terrible. And I'm like, also, where are they going to have drama? If they're all fine with Sandoval, where's the drama going to come from? And like no where? one's drinking. 
So no, like, and that's all. Nobody's drinking. It's like, and like, again, totally. We've seen to, great right. sober ho- reality shows before. That's I'm not all to say for that you can't people's. Make- of yeah. course, a hundred percent. But I'm, like, it's it's just another factor in why it's why it's feeling like it's failing to take off. And yeah. I don't know. Is is there anything about this season that you think is interesting, or you like wish they would follow more, or or is it really kind of just coming up zero to you? Uh, not uh, <laughs> not really. Not unless they not unless they're real about Sandoval. Because even like Brock and Sheena, I'm just like okay, like. I, I don't know them in the store, them in the store, like with the mm. argument with the nanny and all that. I just, I, I want to like Brock. I, I want to like Brock, but something about him I've always felt is just a little off. And maybe it's because he left his children in Australia. I don't know, mm. but I, I, I can't get past something. Something's off about Brock to me, but I'm just kind of like, I don't even care necessarily. Like, I feel right. like none of them are really bringing it even like the sandwich shop. I mean, I walked by the sandwich shop last month in LA. There was no sandwich shop. It was an empty building. Wow. Empty. Like that's crazy. So I'm kind of like, what's going on with it? It just feels inauthentic. Like, are they actually opening this? What's going on? Like, because I mean, this was filmed a long time ago and there's still no shop. And I understand things happen, permits, all of that, but there was nothing. There was nothing in there. And there were like signs on the door and all that. For something really about location. it, signs on the door for something about her or signs something about to like her. rent it. Wow. Or I don't know if there, I don't know. I don't know if it was a signs to rent it, but it was just like, there were just like, like you know, nothing's happening the, here. Nothing was going on there. And it was, it was in a good location though. Um, I'm not super familiar with LA, but it was right around like, sir and all of that. I feel right. like when we were walking, but it was just interesting because I'm like, this has happened. This happened a long time ago. And there's a lot of talk about getting the sandwich shop ready. And I know things happen as we heard, like with permits, but why is there still no sandwich shop? And then it's like, okay, you know, even like, even Sandoval, you know, I'm, and it's, I don't know. He, I just feel like they've all, they've all forgiven him. Or even if they haven't forgiven him, they're acting like they have for the sake of the show. And it's like, that's great. If you, if you really did forgive him, that's great. Like, honestly, move on. That's fine. But it just all feels so inauthentic. Yeah. It's also like, if you forget, like, they're all coexisting with him in the same space, but it's almost like they're holding back what they really feel. Yeah. So it's like, it's like if you want to forgive him and you think that Ariana has overreacted and like and things like that, say that. But none yeah. of them are really saying that. They're like, oh, like we want to go on a trip and do a getaway, but like we still don't like Santa Ball, but like we're gonna be having dinner with him. It's like they can't. I'm I, I don't feel like we're getting the full opinions of all these people and like. Um, I had Kate Casey on a couple weeks ago and she was, she brought up a good point. Like she brought up a good point though. It was like one way I think they could have saved this is like, let's talk about more about like the selling of the merch and the different businesses and the podcast and like the, the, the jealousy and like the, the competition that arises from that and like break the fourth wall that like these people are reality stars and they are trying to stay famous and maintain their show. And like, but they're not talking about any of that. And I think that that. That would be interesting, at least. Like, it might not be the most dramatic, but at least it would be like, oh, like we're learning things about their lives that I don't know. It's I, I, now I'm feeling like I'm grasping for straws. You know what I mean? I know, I know. It th- that is a good point though, because I I, I know I'm you're, I know you're the same way. Like, we like all the like background stuff, and so we see them all posting. I mean, the whole reason Scandal I feel like took off the way it did was because they were all posting it so much right. on social media. They're fanning the flames, like. They, yeah. And I mean, I, that's, I was living for that. I mean, I, I literally was like, oh, there's, I can't keep up with how much the cast is posting. And so, I mean, Sandoval did kind of bring it up, but they didn't really go for it. And it's like, I, and it's like, okay, like, yeah, you, you made, you made merch, like, just go for it. Be like, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to like feed my child. Like I made a million dollars off this merch. Like, why would I not do that? And even like James, I feel like James is really holding back. You know, James has amazing yes. confessionals, but right now he's like holding back against Sandoval. And it's like, is is this seriously like for Lisa? That's like seriously how it feels like. It feels like they all went there to film the show. None of them are really friends besides like Schwartz and Sandoval. And I think like Lala and Sheena are friends. But besides that, it's yeah. like we've never needed Jax Taylor more. 
but now but now we're getting on a separate show that just looks pretty bleak honestly like the, the trailer for that came out and i'm just like jesus like honestly i just would have rather them bring kristen jackson Brittany on to vanderbilt rules again and just like yeah. have them try to claw for their life on the show like that would have again exactly i don't necessarily i don't love Jax. he has me blocked on oh. twitter like but oh. but he but he, ultimately he, he is like He's a good, he's a good reality TV. Villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a great yeah, villain. And, they, and 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 now they have a villain on the show that's basically a shell of a human being, and <laughs> they they would need they need somebody like even Lala. I'm like, you have it in yeah. you. Lala has it in her. She is great at her job, but she's great at it. But right now she's yeah. holding, he's biting her tongue, and it's just like she's not known for biting her tongue. You know. <laughs> it's not it's not fun it's like no it's like okay like we we went from such a high and now it's like it's such a low and i I feel like i i feel i don't know if it's the last season or what but it it feels really like we're on the tail end of Vanderpump rules and i would have never thought that because i know the ratings are still good but the ratings are still good but i think that's kind of like a trickle from effect from last year yeah yeah for sure it's like where do they go from mm. here they're not they have not introduced any new characters you know the cast i don't really think hangs out a lot sandoval so hated you know i i do i have a soft soft spot for schwartz god bless him i mean he's a mess mm-hmm. but he now he i feel like he doesn't know how to be inauthentic mm-hmm. no he he can't help himself he can't help it like he he's so desperate to be liked katie's like so right about that he's so desperate to be liked by people that he doesn't know how to be authentic he just wants everyone to like him and so i feel like schwartz is kind of He's the only one that's like kind of. He's actually a stepping up this something. year, I would say. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Like he 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 gets a lot of airtime this season because he's at least opening up about he's he's sharing his true feelings, and I feel like you really feel that. And yeah, kudos to him. Kudos to him. I guess kudos. about that. Kudos. Yeah, kudos. <laughs> okay, well, Maggie, I feel like we we've covered all of our bases. I've taken a lot yeah. of your time, but thanks for doing this. It's so much fun. I feel like we're in different stages with some of these shows. Like some are really giving, yeah. some of them are really not, but. I guess we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's been it's been a good year, like the past year overall, though. Yeah. So, oh my god. You know, we've been well I'll, fed. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, I'll take, take it, it too. I'll take it too. Um, Maggie, where can people follow you on social media? Plug all the things before we sign off. Yeah, you can follow me um, at Best of Bravo, um, and it's just you know it's like a fun little space. Talk about Bravo and some other things, and yeah, it's fun. I I love I love talking with you. Can't wait to see you again. I know can can confirm best of Bravo is a very fun space to talk about all the things. It's it's and the comment sections get good too. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I I actually do usually read the comments, and sometimes I have to delete some if they're really unruly. And I don't see everything, but I do live for a, an unhinged yeah, comment listen, section listen. about Leah McSweeney. <laughs> Oof, I'm I'm honestly we glad we didn't talk it. about that. No, I don't want we, to even we, talk about that. We, we honestly can't even get into her. Who? Who? Leah? Who? Never heard of her. Okay. Uh, Well, Maggie, we'll talk again soon. And thanks for doing this. Of course. Thank you for listening to the show. Subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on any podcast platform to listen to new episodes. And subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on YouTube to watch full-length versions of our interviews. We'd also love your support with a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And keep up with all things Gabbing with Gib at Gabbing with Gib on Instagram and TikTok. Gabbing with Gib is an independent podcast hosted by me, Gibson Johns. It's produced by myself and Riley Dabbs. Graphics are by Rachel Roth and our cover art photography is by Troy Hallahan. If you want to reach out about guest booking, sponsorship, or advertising opportunities, email us at gabbingwithgib at gmail.com. Thank you again for your support and see you next time. 